It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greenor Peninsula is lost to the ages, after the great fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Welcome to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today we find ourselves with each of our heroes individually as they put themselves back together for the next leg of their journey. If you want to support the show, check out our merch store, available at anotherpathpodcast.com, and our Patreon for persistent help for us and rewards to you. On that note, thank you to our backers, Carlin, Kat, and Kim, for their continued support. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down Another Path. Let's jam! Three, two, one, let's jam. There we are. That that 90s channel's really getting to you there, That's Chase. some Cowboy Bebop. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I, I was never a, a Bebopper. I am not a Bebopper, but I fucking love the theme song. It is the least anime opening ever because it's just like American cool jazz. <laughs> I will I will send it to you after this. So, oh, please and thank yeah. you. I'd greatly appreciate that. <sighs> okay. Uh, all right. So I got Zephyr all into... Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I always you do, do that. Every time. All right. Every, I have a weird ability to cut you off right as you're about to start. Go for it, though. No. Oh, no. I, just, I got everything uh, moved over to D&D Beyond, and I'm kind of loving oh, it. Oh, that's nice. I, I did the it. D&D Beyond back in, in 4th edition, and I enjoyed it for what it was but did they have D&D beyond they had fourth edition? something similar i don't remember exactly what it was called it might have been called like D&D next or something like that gotcha like it was kind of the same thing it had a more dm tools i think yeah yeah the character builder's fun yeah now i i wish i had access to a convenient character builder like that um just because i'm gonna fucking try out some new builds zephyr johnson warlock is led away from his friends at the top of Concetre. As he descends, guards seem to look and peer at him, as if some sort of spectacle. While it's true that the warlock has done a fair bit with his friends, he didn't expect the news to hit quite so quickly. As he breaks into the open air of the Tower City proper, several more guards stand in attention on a level, waiting to go down. Oh boy. The solid piece of metal drops gracefully, guided by the mages on all sides. They descend, quickly. Passing many of the places he thought he would go. The markets, the census office, ground level. I'd like you to make me a history check. 14 plus 2, 16. You know before the level hits the end of the line exactly where it's going. It was always rumored that beneath Concetre, at its lowest depths, there was a prison. Not one for common thugs, but for mages. Something about its construction, being it the design or the materials, makes it impossible for the magically inclined to tap into their abilities. Due to its unknown shape, most just know it as the Hedron. The bottom of the tower is different than you expected. Rather than a black and empty shadowed abyss, you find yourself amongst shacks and shanties. 
well constructed, but certainly the lowest of the low live here. You're quickly escorted to a small hovel near the center. Without a word, a guard opens the door, and you're marched in. The room around you seems to shake and rise. Another level. You descend deeper and deeper, and a chill runs down your spine. You feel cold and alone. Even the patrons inside you seem to grow quieter, more unsure. As you descend, the walls change from the black and gray gradients of the tower to marbled in white and brown. The level lands less gracefully on solid ground, and when your party steps off, is immediately raised again. You're standing in the center of a series of hallways, all made out of that same marbled stone. A plain wooden door opens, and a friendly-looking halfling leans out. In here, please. He's well-dressed, in gray and dusty blues of the king himself. He wields a fine staff, perfectly sized for him. Leads you into a very small room uh, with a desk. He sits on one side and gestures for you to sit across from him. They do. He takes a sip of uh, some mug on the table and smiles. I am Jessica Vin, uh, one of the king's personal investigators. And I'll cut to the quick of it. And he tosses a folded note onto the table which I am going to send to you in Facebook chat. Cool. You said Justica? Just a car. Just a car. What was the last name? Vin? Vin. Oh, well, his title is Just a car. His name is Vin. Oh, me. Oh, it's my card. <laughs> oh, no. That's so good, though. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. You know what it is <gasps> even before you lean down to open it. The paper is very familiar to you. You open the small two-by-three piece of paper, reading Zephyr Johnson, professional mage smuggler. Now, for what it's worth, Yandi didn't give you up, but her possessions did. Now, before you fly off the handle and make some terrible mistakes, I'll let you know that you aren't in trouble. Due to your current mission... You have a level of diplomatic immunity, and as a show of good faith, I wanted to give you an opportunity to question your accuser. He takes his staff, and he taps it on the walls. The room is suddenly filled with a terrible grating. I'd like you to make me a wisdom save. What is no... Oh, plus five. Natural 20. Natural 20. Plus five. Excellent. Okay. You, uh are able to maintain, and you don't take any damage. However, you do wince and close your eyes because the noise is terrible. And when you open your eyes, uh, you see the Justicar is wiping blood away from his ears. Oh, man, he got it too? What the fuck's happening? You look around, and suddenly there's a door behind him where you were almost positive there wasn't a door before. He opens the door, and tied to a chair behind another desk is Yandi. She looks rough, not tortured, but as if she's traveled a very long distance and never got a really good rest. As you can probably guess, uh, this area is, um, is unlistenable. No magical devices or anything like that quite work down here. Uh, so you two will be entirely alone. Have a good day. And he motions you into the room. Why, hello there. Oh. Hello. And the door shuts behind you. <sighs> is, is there another chair in the room? Yeah, there's a chair across right, from cool. her. 
I'll I'll go sit down. Oh. Oh no, they got you too. Oh no, they got you too. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Your um Yandi, was it? Yeah. Still is, as far as I know. <laughs> I I oh god, oh, how do I want to play this? Chase, you're making me make decisions. I know. There's basically two schools of thought here. Shit. Uh, I'm just going to lean into it. Why not? Mm -hmm. So, um, what happened to you? Well, after uh, Connor left me, he told me how to get through the mountains. Uh, Took me about three days getting up and over, but I must have taken a wrong turn somewhere. And then I got, uh, I got got. I was had by the, you know, the uh, fine guardsmen that uh, patrol the mountains. And they uh, bound me and brought me in, and here I've been. Lovely. And you've been here ever since? Do you know how long ago that happened? Anywhere between... I don't know. I lost track of the sleeps. Not exactly a whole lot of light down here, so... You know, I can count my meals, I can count sleeping, but... It's not as reliable as you'd think, really. After a given amount of time, there's not a whole lot to do but sleep. I've got nothing down here. And she holds out her hand. And you can tell she is doing some sort of complicated movements to try and get some druid craft going, but nothing's happening. I try to say, like, high into her brains, my magic also not working. Because, like, I've got my patron in mm-hmm. I was going to say, is that a pa- that's a patron ability, right? It's a patron ability. Then, yeah, yeah. You're, that works. How'd you do that down here? Nobody has magic down here. I, like, hold up my arm and I go, I do. What's that? Things have been eventful since we last uh, met. Oh. Okay. Um. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Um, huh. So you're getting out of here. Is that right? Is that what I'm hearing? You're getting out of here. I believe that I have been granted some sort of immunity because of the assignment I am on at the moment. I am not sure quite why they have brought me to you um, for this reason. But I am glad to know that you are all right, Yandi. I don't know how much longer I'll be all right, but I'm fine for now. Look, you've got you've to tell Greenstone that I'm not going to be making it. She was waiting for me, and I know it was only going to be so much time that she... And I don't want her to blow the cover. I can't. We can't risk them all. Look, um, at this cross street of Sale and Knot, there is this old building I was supposed to meet her at. Um, supposed to meet her inside somewhere in there. When you can get some time, next time you're in Bulwark... I imagine you're heading there next, just because, I mean, if you're heading south, there's only one place to go south, and that's Bulwark. Get there, and let her know I'm not coming so she can get out of town. Uh, brain. I will. Don't don't you worry. <sighs> I will take care of this. Damn it. Fine. Do what you will. And she winks. And she leans back in the chair and just lets out a 
just a defeated sigh. If anybody's listening and she's laying it on thick. I'm sorry, my friend. And uh, I'm a... See if I can do some magic. Okay. Um, and I want I want to cast. She says she's been not be able to sleep. Mm-hmm. I want to cast sleep on her if I can. Okay. Um, is that a is that a warlock spell? Um, no, I have it as a bard spell. You snap your fingers to try and do that, and the the spell, however you would cast that, the hum that you would do to put people out, feels weird and off key to you. Man, I want to ease her suffering. Go ahead, roll me an intelligence check. Okay. Um, just sort of intelligence in general. Um, Arcana. Arcana, cool. This is a this is a fear know the rules of D and D check. Oh, I love it. Nineteen plus four, twenty three. You know from some past experience that you can actually cast if you know the spell, you can use warlock levels to cast it. Oh yeah. Cool. I'll just do that. You try to do it the bard way, and it just fails miserably. And so mm-hmm. you kind of wiggle your fingers on the uh, the arm of the deep, and yeah, with my goth kid, with ring. your goth kid ring, and go ahead and that's based on hit die, isn't it, or based on HP? So go ahead and roll yeah. the 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 d tens required to do that at whatever your warlock level is. Yeah, so that would be at a level three. Um, how do you work? Oh, I roll five d eight. Yeah, roll five d eight. Well, I'm gonna roll. Oh man, I'm gonna roll nine d eight. Okay, because it's at a level three mm-hmm. spell slot. Sure. So, so that's seven, ten, seventeen, twenty three. That's four. Okay. Three, twenty-five, and that's thirty-one. And she passes out. Oh, okay, cool. She nods off, and you uh, stand up to leave, and as you're about to get to the door, it flies open before you. And uh, the Justicar is standing there. Huh. Didn't think she was that tired. Well... Perhaps you should treat your prisoners a little better. Maybe they won't just, you know, lose consciousness in the middle of a conversation. How rude of her. I'll remind her of her manners later. Thank you. Very well, then. Come. Come with me. And he leads you back to the center uh, area where you first came in. And uh, you're looking around, and this place is incredibly disorienting. The Hedron clearly was designed to in every way confuse the people that were in it. Just with the white and brown marbling, it all kind of camouflages in together. It's really hard to get a sense of how big this place could be even. Um, and he slams his little staff on the ground again and um, the level uh, that you rode down on uh, comes in, comes in, comes in, and then just like last time, those last couple of feet go a little less gracefully, um, no, as boy. if it's hard for people to hold on to a magical item as it's falling, uh, those <laughs> last couple of feet. The two of you step on, and uh, you are being raised up. Um, just a car is quiet, doesn't have a whole lot to say, but seems to be in good spirits. Some them um, have a fun weekend planned? 
Oh, well, I've got to be heading back to Bulwark soon. I, I know you do as well. Uh, I have a feeling we'll be seeing a bit more of each other now. Oh, goody. Mm. Well, you did break the law in a pretty big way. Um, and while- Anyone can fake a handwritten business card. That's true. It could just be slander, for all you know. Another reason we're not actually going through with anything. However, the king does feel it is uh, prudent for him to keep a closer eye on you. So that's going to be my happy duty. And it's... I've read up on the case. The whole situation is very fascinating. Really, I'm looking forward to seeing what the records are going to state uh, after today, for sure. That they've saved this country's ass. Yes, I, I genuinely hope so. Well, there's that and there's... Well... I'm sure we'll hear about it in the days to come. Oh, looks like we're here. And as he says that, it does, uh, you know, the, the, the level finds its level. And you're back in the shanty. And he opens the door for you. Well, I do hope you have a fantastic day. And uh, I'll be uh, seeing you soon then. You as well. This wicked warlock is going to go off and save your ass some more. Have a good one. I'm looking forward to it. A wink. And I, I was strut away. You and Jackson are standing uh, in Colonel Coppersot's office. Zephyr has just left. Uh, they needed him for something elsewhere in the tower. Uh, you'll catch up with him later, but uh, you've kind of got the night to yourself right now. Okay. Mordecai's still kind of... I don't know. It's been a while since the, the Wanderer happened. He's kind of reacclimating, Sure. Especially because the Wanderer and he got along, like, get along very well innately. Mm-hmm. And Mordecai's first impression of the general is kind of whack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, everything else that has just happened. Of course. I guess I'm going to go track down Dad first. Go try and find... Go, go try and find Pops. He's actually up there in the office with you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. He is leaning up against the colonel's desk, just kind of appraising you and uh, checking out your sick tats. <laughs> yeah, and I'm kind of like giving it the once over. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of like look to him, I guess, and go, <clears throat> "You wanna, you wanna go take a walk?" I do. I really do, General Jackson. If you'll excuse us, please. Uh, y- y'all catch up later. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get outside the the city. I wanna head outside the walls and mm-hmm. just like not terribly far, like not not you know, city's still in eyesight kind of thing. But oh yeah, wanna like just kind of get out away from the civilization for a little bit. So you express this idea uh, to your father, and he mm-hmm. nods and points the way, and he leads you down and out of the city. It's been a long day for you, um, mm-hmm. but the day is still young because you were up all night the night before. Um, oh, right. Yeah. So it's <sighs> about noon at this point. Sunlight is streaming down and your dad uh, leads you uh, through that main courtyard area where there's the scatterings of businesses and through the uh, the back gates where you uh, came in and out to go to ground. Mm-hmm. Rather than down the big road that leads out of the city, uh, he leads you up a small hunting path. Um, there's not a whole lot to hunt up here anymore. Right. 
Uh, but there is uh, a small trail where you know people can hunt for like gophers and and, and ground critters mostly. Sure. Yeah. You start walking and it takes about maybe an hour or so and you're away from the city. It's quiet out here again, which is really nice, especially after the hustle and bustle of Concentre. And uh, he has you looking out and uh, you've got a really good view of pretty much the entire continent, as far (laughs) as you know. To the north, you have the road, the singular road and plains that lead up to Despera, really the heartbeat of the entire northern part of the peninsula. Mm -hmm. Uh, Down to the south, it is much much more uh, devastated yeah. uh, just because that is where you know even before the burnings uh, the northern part of the continent was a pretty sparse vis-a-vis vegetation uh, to the south it was a different story that was where agriculture thrived right and you can still see the scars from from the great burning that happened all those years ago I'm getting a very Breath of the Wild vibe of just being up on one of those towers and being able to, like, just just see for the entirety of our little map. Like, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Then my, my, my goal has been achieved. Huzzah. <laughs> I'll probably set us down, like, angled so that we're actually sort of facing Bulwark. It's probably not a sheer cliff, but... I probably take a seat and just kind of have my my feet kind of dangling over the the precipice of this path, just kind of looking toward home, really. Um, as uh, you start sitting down and making camp, uh, he reaches into a, a small leather bag at his side and he pulls out some um, um, thick and hearty bread and he passes you a wineskin. Cheers. And you. I'll take a, you know, munch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of in the middle of the silence, I think, Mordecai just kind of awkwardly breaks it and just, am I the only one who knows? <sighs> no, not quite. Um, Leth and Kella both know. Kerut knew. And, uh, and Rami knows. I'm not sure I'm not sure what I wanted that answer to be but I don't think it was that did they just find out on their own did you tell them well Leth and Kella both went the whole druid route so you know from birth from birth or not from birth but you know from a couple of years ago when they their mother told them then K-Root. K-Root was always my right hand out in the wilds, and, you know, it kind of was neat to know you only had just started going with us. Same with Benjin. Rami accidentally found out. She was working in the, uh, in a records office and stumbled upon the information. <laughs> yeah, that was not a great night, I'll tell you. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> She was always strong will. Last thing she needed was a reason for it, but here we are. <laughs> Your mother mostly had to feel that one, so I guess it's fair that you find out this way. Fair yeah. to me, at least. Yeah. Not to you. I am sorry that you found out this way. This sucks. I'm sure you are. God, I just It was easier not to tell you. 
And I recognize that that's a that's a shitty reason. Yeah, Dad, it really is. Uh. Well, let me ask you this: What yeah. should I have told you? I don't know. From the get-go, family history. You were. Look, I understand that there's, there's, you didn't have to tell the world, but you could have told your kids. Yeah, we could have, and we should have. I recognize that. Well, hey, um, cause like, the more I'm thinking about it, the, this barely changes anything except for the fact that you lied to us. That's the biggest takeaway I'm getting from this. I don't give a shit where we're from. We spent, like, as far as I can remember back, it's been you and Mom and a lot of us trying to fight for our stake here to to prove that we're valuable and loyal and that we're not like that side. And I get you turn your colors. That's fine. That's not what... We've been fighting for something and I didn't even know we were... Didn't have the end goal. Like, what does this all mean now? Do we need... We need to... Like, And Mordecai's just kind of like, actually, it's getting up and is now like processing things and just pacing around a little bit and just... Mm-hmm. I... I, I I don't want to hide this. We already have to fight hard enough just for being who we were born as. The last thing I want you to have to do is to fight harder because of where I was born. That's why we didn't tell you. That's why we haven't told anybody. There are so few people that know, son. So few people. It's pretty much the king, the rest of the council. Makes sense. And a handful of, you know, commanding officers, including Colonel Coppersot. <laughs> Great. She's a commanding officer. Yeah, yeah she... I know. I get it. God. This is weird. Yeah, it is. How much more families out there? Hmm. Well... Had a sister. Not terribly sure what happened to her. I do mean to ask Cenus about it. Mm-hmm. And, um... Cenus had just taken a wife before I left. So he may have some kids over there, too. Cousins. Yeah. Your mother had a brother. But, uh, she was the second born of her family, so... Who the hell knows? Okay. Let me ask you this. And I will just claim this with, I don't... You've proven to me your entire life that you're fighting for this side. Mm -hmm. So it's not what I'm calling into question. I'm just... I'm genuinely curious, like, how did this all break bad? What got you and mom to leave? Are there was were was that sentiment something big over there? Was that how much of a how much of a, a of a divergent faction exists on on that side of the wall? In the major cities, I mean, 
it's not that different from over here. It's harsh, but people get by. People have their own ways of getting by, but at least when I left, things were changing. The religious factions were taking a stronger and stronger hold, and even beginning to tear apart the bigger cities. Um, small cults were gaining powers and spreading things uh, throughout the bigger cities, uh, violent factions following the Lords of the Forest. It was rough, and as someone who, frankly, was never terribly religious, I didn't like it. And then, I, uh... A local faction, Tamavo, instituted a policy where the firstborn of any couple had to be turned over to them. Oh. They were strong, and they were powerful, and almost everybody in the area was already under their sway. Except for us. So we faked our deaths. We ran out into the forest in the middle of the night, and... Your mother uh, wrecked up some of her clothes, and I threw the family sword in a puddle, and we ran. And we ran. We knew about a, um, a patrol that made its way through, and we turned ourselves in. And we turned to coat, and I altered myself in certain ways, and my became Mr. Willow. <laughs> oh, man. There is there is just a little shred of me, because I know you so well, that can almost believe that's all a story. Almost. Hmm. That's wild. It's rough over there. Yeah. No, I've been there. You've never been to Lee. Or at least... Hell, I've barely been to Lee at this point. Is that a city? It's in the heart of the forest. Or at least as far as this part of the world is concerned. As far as I know, the forest continues forever. Wow. No one's ever made it all the way to the end and back. At least not in a very long, long time. Nobody's tried. <laughs> you say that you were never very devout. Well, how was it... I gotta take another swig of the wineskin. How was it Mavo was able to grab hold of you? When I was very, very young, I was an initiate. I never said I was very good about it. <laughs> you know me. I'm not terribly studious. No. I'm sneaky. I am deceptive. All fine traits for a spy... Terrible traits for a cleric. <laughs> Especially for a cleric of a god that deals in family and bravery. I was drummed out fairly young, but I had the initial makings all in me, and sometimes into this day it sticks around. Not all the teachings are bad. Family and bravery, that's... I mean, that shifters through and through. Right. <laughs> <sighs> I kind of... I take a seat mm -hmm. next to him again. I'm just kind of gazing out on the horizon. Just kind of raise up the wineskin. Mm-hmm. K-Root. K-Root. 
He was a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, Wanderer General, how you guys hanging in up there? We're doing well enough. It has been some time since we've shared a space like this. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, just hadn't talked to you yet. Uh, just kind of, so, you know, caught caught a glance in my arms. Wanted to check in. I'm settling in well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, um, I want to chat with you later, but that's, we can sit on that for now. I got a lot of, God, I've got, my, my dance card's a little full at the moment. I don't know, I have a very busy schedule for the rest of the day. I'll have to squeeze you in between napping and sitting around. <laughs> uh, I know that wasn't supposed to be funny, but it really was. He has a sense of humor when he wants to. <laughs> Shut up, brother. <laughs> hey, General. Yes. Sorry to bug you again. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What can you do for me, <sighs> if you will? Wanderer gave me cool like fire and like powers and stuff. Like, what you got? Well, you may remember my world as one of cold and calculation. Yeah, it was a little twisted. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> god damn it so when you use a physical weapon in your world it will be imbued with my chill to the tune of 1d4 damage hey fire and ice baby Mm. it's like it was a plan or something whoa Whoa. (laughs) alright um and I think that Mordecai is aloof enough that he's having this one one-sided conversation out loud in front of Dad. Oh yeah, he um, gets it. Yeah, I was kind of. Oh, hey, sorry. Um, it's all right. I just kind of. I, I get it. I get it. I do. Yeah. Dad and I probably polish off this wine skin. Mm-hmm. Um. I might. I might do just a little bit of. I'm, he's probably doing his idle fidget like spinning a little mode of flame around his hand throughout all of this and is just like probably set to go back soon um, okay real quick I want you to roll me a constitution yeah. check uh just check uh saving throw uh damn that's gonna be a 24 excellent okay so yeah you do not pass out because you are very tired and drinking fair <laughs> I do kind of the last note of this conversation I think um I do want to. I do want to say one thing. Is I. I want to tell the others. Okay. I want to tell. Mako. And I want to tell Kara and Nikolai. I want to. I think we all need to know this. At this point, more than half the family knows. Fair enough. At this point, it seems shitty to keep them in the dark. Fine. And none of us have like turned coat on you guys. So I, I think we're. I think your odds are pretty good. You might be worried about you turning coat. Honestly, it was just a situation of you. You know, at what point do we tell you, and at what point is it too late? Yeah. But well, let me, yeah. you're right. You're right. Next time I see each of them, I will tell them, and I will tell your mother that we should do the same. Yeah. I want to talk to her about all this too. I just. I'm certain she'll be waiting for you when you get to Bulwark. Fair. Yeah. 
That is our next stop, isn't it? It is. It's a long trip, though. Yeah. That's all right. Mm. We'll be fine. Back to town? Yeah. Let's go. All right. You walk back. It is uh, another quiet walk. Um, Nothing is really lurking this close to the city that could be any real danger. You get back to town, and at this point, it's uh, it's pushing like 3 o'clock now. Like, you were out there for a while, and it took a while to actually do the walk itself. Yeah. Um, even though getting back was a bit easier. But it is 3 o'clock, and uh, your dad nods to you and indicates that he's going to go off to bed. Cool. Um... I think, if you'll allow it, mm-hmm. I want to go find Cenus. Okay. I will allow you to try. It is going to be based on checks. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. Where would you start looking? Um, well, I mean, we brought him back, so I know where probably he's being kept. Tower, tower dungeon, I'm imagining. You saw him being led down where you went up, so down from the ground floor. Sure. You don't know how far down he went. Ah, oh, sweet. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to just start heading down. Okay. I'm going to try just a direct approach and, until that fails me. Okay. So you start heading down. The actual city... Um, most of it is above. Like, there is some city structures down below, but it mostly becomes essentially residential slums the further down you go. Uh, you stop just before you leave all of the municipal parts, where, like, the, essentially the bottom three floors, and you can see the bottom of the tower at this point, um, is just all shanties and houses and stuff sure. like that. So you are on the, you know, fourth to bottom floor, uh, wandering around, and you're seeing a lot of city buildings. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Uh, 12. Okay. Um, you are able to find, uh, the last bastion of, like, a military district, and it's, uh, mostly, like, a requisitions office, but that's about all you're seeing. Uh... I will I will approach okay that area. Okay. Um anyone on duty there that I can flag down? Oh yeah, plenty. Um I'll just kind of wave casually and approach. Okay. Um uh, what are you wearing right now? Probably just my standard garb. I'm not in any I'm not wearing any like armor. I'm just in sort of my stuff decked out with various animal uh accoutrement. Okay. Refer Maddie Art to. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. A uh, human is who you flag down, and he looks up at you. What can I do for you, Shifter? Howdy. Um, uh, recently was brought in a uh, prisoner that was going to be kept under watch. Um, one of my kin. I was wondering if you could point me in the direction of where he's being held. I have some words for him. Mm-hmm. Well, something like that's kind of uh, privileged information. Why should I be telling you any of that? Because I'm the one that brought him in, per right. the colonel's orders. Got any idea? I just display my arms. Oh, wait, he wouldn't know that. Mm, that nope. would mean nothing to him. Nope. Strike that. Oh, God, I am my ID. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of it. I don't really have any shit on me. Um... 
Roll uh, an intelligence check yeah. at advantage because it's you. Uh, double threes. So three. Okay. Um, I just kind of like pat my pockets. I'm just like, I, no. Roll me a flat d20. 14. Uh, you pat a pocket and you find your druid paperwork. Oh, that'll do. <laughs> oh, right. This stuff's so pointless. I forgot about it. Uh, and I just hold it up. I mean, takes from you. Mordecai's bulwark, apparently certified druid. Um, mm-hmm. Met with the colonel today. He hands it back to you. Come with My me. My dad's a captain. Okay. <laughs> bulwark's a common name. Can't be too careful now. Fair enough. Little right. racist, but fair enough. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, so Bulwark is like the literally the common name of Bulwark. Oh, fine. That's literally what it means. Okay. I rescind the comment. I'm sure he's a fine gentleman. He's a little racist. <laughs> uh, so he leads you back to the requisitions office, and he uh, sends note all the you know up, mm-hmm. and it takes a while to hear back you're talking like an hour before yeah. you get any sort of indication however eventually he does come back up to it's like all right you've been cleared for a supervised visit with the prisoner supervised as in we'll be watching you anyway we cannot have that happen i'm not gonna kill him take my weapons i don't give a shit i just need to talk to him with your kind don't need weapons to kill <sighs> I'll give him my necklace. I'll say, without this, I can't cast any sort of druid magic. Persuasion check. Ooh! Minus one. Fifteen. Natural one! Yeah! Yeah, alright. Come on. <laughs> so I will, I will give him my... I will just... I'll disarm... Okay. Um, great axe, morning star, and mm-hmm. the and the druid necklace. Okay. He takes you down further. Yeah. He asks you to leave your weapons at the requisitions office. He puts them in a locker and he gives you the ticket for it. Sweet. And the two of you descend. Uh, roll me a quick perception check. Ten. Excellent. And roll me a quick history check. History eight. Okay. You have heard rumors of a prison far below Concetre, and it is a wizard prison, essentially. Oh, goody. You go into the actual slums itself on the very base of the tower, and it is um, pretty gross down here. This is where all the water collects, so it's always a little damp and moist, and everything's just kind of dirty. And you're walking through very, very narrow streets uh, until you reach a certain house. And uh, again, another shanty doesn't stand out at all weird from anything. The guard knocks on the door and shares a couple of quick whispered words, and suddenly the door opens. Before you see anything and could say anything, you are essentially pushed into the room. And uh, when the door shuts behind you, you feel the floor beneath you shake and start to descend. It's another one of the levels. And you are going into the earth. Um, And as the ground rises above you, the walls around you start to change. The 
dirt and black obsidian of the tower slowly starts to shift into white and brown marble. And you're going Mm. in. You start to feel the level losing a little bit of its stability and starts falling faster and faster. You hit the ground safely, but maybe a little less elegantly than uh, you otherwise would have. No, that's cool. We're fine. I'm calm, collected, freaking out internally. <laughs> you find yourself in a nexus, all made out of this white and brown marble. Uh, it would be beautiful if you could actually make out any shapes of hallways or anything like that. The way that the marbling is done, it is really hard to pick out, uh, you know, where exactly a wall begins and the floor ends. Sure. Um, and you are taken in. The guard looks over your his shoulder at you, just kind of wincing. First time to the Hedron, then. Yep. Heard, yeah. heard, heard tale. <clears throat> but this is, uh... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's not great. No. And he walks you down the hall. You walk for a little ways, and uh, you do start to see some shapes peeking out doors particularly doors down here are made of wood um but everything else is the same marbled texture Mm -hmm. and he leaves you stand in a hallway for a moment and says don't leave we might not be able to find you and shuts a door behind him um it takes about five minutes um he peeks back out and it's like Okay, now seriously, you're gonna want to run. Don't run. Okay. And he shuts the door behind him, and you start to hear a terrible, awful grinding noise. I would like you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. That's a natural 20. Excellent. Okay. This is a grinding noise that fills your very soul. Mm -hmm. It's awful. The patrons are even, like, you can feel them just kind of, like, shuddering or whatever they are can do, like, shuddering um, in their current state. And then it all stops, and the door opens. And you see the guard again, and he's wiping blood away from his nose. All right. Come on in. You good? I'm fine. Come on. Okay. And he nods you into the room. And you're in kind of like a small antechamber waiting room type situation. Yeah. There's a table and two chairs on either side of it. He gestures for you to sit down. And then he goes sure. to another door on the other wall, opens it up, and uh, leads out Cenus. And he doesn't look much worse for wear than when you left him a couple of hours ago. Um he, you know, the family resemblance is not nothing to the point where even the guard is able to kind of pick something out there. Mm-hmm, but sure. too professional to ask anything, he leaves. All right. And he says, you got 10 minutes. That's all I'll need. Thanks. Yep. And he What's shuts up? the door behind him. What's up, uncle? Yes. Nephew. Mm. What's your name? Mordecai. It's a good name. Thanks. Let's have a chat. Let's. 
I can't imagine I'll be getting many more visitors down here, that's for damn sure. Yeah, no, this place looks like shit for you. Yeah, this is awful. And you can actually see on him, he does have a little trickle of blood going down his lip as well. Mm-hmm. You're from that side. My dad's your brother. Faked his death. Apparently. Ran away. Dick. <laughs> After seeing what y'all are up to, though, can't say I blame him. To each their own. Mavo is all-powerful. I am not all-powerful. I am the one that failed in this situation. Tell me about Mavo. He is the lord of the pack. He is the lord of our pack. He is our people incarnate as a god. What does he want? What do the lords of the forest want? Now, they all want different things. Asking what the lords of the forest want is like asking what nature wants. Mavo wants all of our people to be reunited. Hmm. He wants us to be a pack again. He wants us to be a family, Mordecai. (laughs) So you're telling me, lords of the forest and all of you folks on the other side of the wall, you have this infinite forest at your beck and call, at your disposal to live and die in, and this crummy little peninsula is all that you want? That just doesn't make sense to me. You're telling me that a few hundred, maybe a thousand shifters is worth all this to you? Dear God? I'll not say that the lords of the forest don't have another agenda going on. That would be foolhardy and foolish. But I know what I am told to do, and I do it. That is so short-sighted. Well, until recently, it was working out pretty damn well for me. <laughs> You're... The into everything that I've picked up, and just the very cursory bump into your groups like yours, is that you just want to cause mayhem and destruction. What other groups like us? As far as I knew, we were the only group that had crossed the wall and... Probably ten years, minimum? Hmm. I'll tell you what. Quid pro quo. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll tell you if you answer me one question. No lies, no bullshit. Sure. Sounds reasonable. It's not like I have much room to argue. What do the lords of the forest want with the patrons? I have no earthly idea what you're talking about. I said don't lie to me. I'm not. I know you all have your special warlock patrons that bend the knee to your man-king, but I have no idea why we would want anything to do with them. Fair enough. Mavo's not involved with that if somebody does. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah, we bumped into a cult from uh, worshipping Yarrow. Fuck them. You don't get along with the reaping... Lords, lackeys. <sighs> the pack moves. The reaper stays. So you all don't get along over there either. You're no better than us. We have our differences. We typically just leave each other alone. I don't get them, but we don't, like, go to war or anything like that. There he's got a ton of weird little sex, but then again, so do all the lords, so... What are you going to do? 
<laughs> what are you going to do? Seeing as I want to give you an offer. Okay. You've... Let's not mince words. You fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You got in a little bit over your head. Mm-hmm. But, as my father and your god are so eager to preach, mm-hmm. family is everything. Mm-hmm. What would it take for you to turn coat? What would it take for you to take what you know and put it in the hands of our soldiers? Our spies. Because otherwise, I think you're spending a lifetime down here, and a very short lifetime at that. The agony I can only sort of imagine they do to people down here. Hell, half the people in the army only think this place is a rumor, and the other half don't think it exists at all. You're never going to see daylight again, dude. But if you turn coat, my mother's the Ark Druid. I've got pull. Leia. Leia's the Ark Druid. Huh. Good for her. All right, then. You make an interesting offer. I would need three things. I'm listening. I would need a safe place to go. I would need to be reunited with my family. Here. I would need to be permitted to continuing worshipping my lord. That one's going to be a tough sell. You don't enlist in his service for as long as I have and not pick up a few principles along the way. Safe place, I shouldn't see a problem for that. Getting your family over here will be difficult, but not impossible. No, I, 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 just your family. Like, I, I want to rejoin my brother's family. Oh, yeah, that'll work. I can't say you won't be ostracized a little bit, but... Your mother and father seem to have done well enough. Yeah, sure have. Worshipping Mavo, though. After all this, and you're still gonna... lick his heels. There's plenty of heel licking going on here, at least my god's present. <laughs> I know I don't have my focus, but I do have a couple patrons in me. You do? If I can conjure up just a small gout of fire into my hand, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Um, what do you cast with? Uh, wisdom. Go ahead and roll me a wisdom check. That'll be a... 13. His eyes go wide. How can you do that down here? Nothing works down here. I'll put it out. Yeah, they're not present at all. You underestimate us. Perhaps. I can probably push that other two, but you're... You're asking to worship the one of the beings that we are at war with. I'm not saying you can't do your little private meditations to yourself, but that's where it's going to have to start and stop. It won't. I know me too well. Hmm. Well then, it's a shame. Wish we could have done more. And I get up and turn to leave. Goodbye, nephew. Yeah, Dynafire. Not likely down here, it's all stone. Uh, and I will just... 
my my aim is to kind of blast a little bit of fire at him, but have it mm-hmm. fizzle out like three fourths of the way through. Okay, you're gonna have to go ahead and roll another another wisdom check. That'll be a nineteen. Okay. Um, you, you get a good gout going. Hold on, let me check something here. You get a good gout going, and it fizzles out just as the door opens behind you. The guard comes in. Ready to go, then? Yeah. And, um, I gotta say, he was really hostile. You're gonna want to up your security on him. You know, restraints, one meal a day, that kind of thing. Oh, you think he gets a full meal a day? Mm. And he leads you away. <laughs> uh, you go back uh. up the same level that you came down in. It starts off very shaky, as if uh, people who cast magic are trying to reach magic into a place that magic should not be able to sure, go. Sure. And it levels out as you reach the top, and you are walked out the door. Um, it's, uh, getting to be about five o'clock in the evening. The chill from outside, uh, that, uh, early autumn chill that you felt a while back is now turning into the full autumn chill, not unlike we are experiencing here in real yeah. life. Just leaving this, I'm, I'm, you know, I have my airs on, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all like, yeah, fuck that dude, and I'm all just, just smiles and lollipops, and I, I... Go to wherever I get to reclaim my gear and, and just, like, you know, big champ all the way. And, like, I'll, I'll, I'll exit wherever they guide me out of. I'll take just, like, two blocks in a random direction. Mm-hmm. And I just plop down in whatever muddy alleyway is down here. And just sigh. God damn it. And I'll conjure a little bit of fire in in the wanderer side hands and then try to come conjure just a little bit of like frost in my other hand your hand gets colder but mm-hmm. not to the point where you're incurring mm-hmm. a layer of frost or anything That's fine. like that <sighs> damn it damn it damn it damn it. and to no one in particular he just kind of talks and just <sighs> really thought that was going to work. Damn it. Just kind of sitting there, back against a wall, hands kind of extended out in front of me, a little bit of fire, a little bit of frost. And Mordecai will take out uh, a piece of parchment and start penning a letter um, to Mom. Just kind of talking. Nothing in particular. Um, telling her everything that's happened and telling her about this scene, about trying to recruit him mm-hmm. and trying to turn this, but I failed. And that legitimately upsets him, I think, that he failed that. Um, and I'll pull out the tiny pony, but it, but it has not been a week since I actually was smart and wrote down the last time I used him. <laughs> uh, her, excuse me. Um, and I'll just go, I'll just, <sighs> three more days. <laughs> and I think that the camera zooms out <laughs> into the sky. So I do have to say, I hate this.
This setup? This setup. Well, because I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I have never, I, the only time I've run you in person was at the uh, Christmas the, extravaganza. Yeah, New Year's. New, New Year's, Year's, yeah. New Year's. New Year's yes. extravaganza. And that was, you know, yeah. like an all-day thing, and there was a full table. Uh, but in case you can't tell from the audio quality at this point, there we go. That's so much better. Thank you, Ryan. It's only a binder uh, in front of his face. Well, now, but now I've got... Hold on. Uh, that, hold nope. On. Well, no. Nope. No, no I'm, I'm just going to have to hate it. It's fine. We could... Uh, it's fine, Ryan. So, no, uh, in case you uh, can't <laughs> very obviously tell from the uh, change in audio quality from the previous two segments... Um, this is not our normal audio setup. Nope. I am, neither of us are in our normal home offices. We are actually in Ryan's office at uh, the scenic Bowling Green High School. Scenic. Because somebody got himself into a double tech week and we needed to record. It wasn't me. It, it was you. It was me. It was it you. Was You're me. very sleepy. You're me. very sleepy, very tired. Um, this might be the most tired I've ever been and I'm a dad. Yeah. Um, now you're a recent dad. dad. Recent dad. The this recent dadening. Yes. But uh, it is the kind of circumstance that we are in presently that uh, that uh, this is how we're going to be recording this one. And uh, I'm going to put something on the Facebook page about recording yeah. next week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. I think um, it's hilarious that we're doing everything we can to avoid eye contact. It's a thing. <laughs> it's now, hilarious. Well, for what it's worth, I am actually like pulling something up that I need because I did oh, get a letter yeah. from Christina. <clears throat> there we go. Oh, yeah. 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 So getting things pulled up. There you, we go. Perfect. Are you going to read it or do you... I, I, oh, no. I'll, I'll read it and that's going to be backer content. Hey, if y'all <laughs> want to hear me be Addy for a little bit... Uh, if you are not already a backer, back our Patreon at any level, and that will come out with this episode. I haven't. I where is it? There it. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. It's all the way down here. I haven't done this voice in a hot second. Mm-hmm. Like Jackson, you are standing in Colonel Coppersot's office. It is early afternoon. Um, you uh, have, or rather, I should say, Mordecai has just claimed the general, and. Um, Pretty quickly, your other two companions have kind of gone their own way. Uh, Zephyr has been led away by guards for something that's probably fine. It's and fine. Mordecai and Salix have uh, wandered off to have some father-son times. Uh, so I'm sure nothing awful will happen mm -hmm. in either of those character plots. Not at all. Um, I'm good out here. So you are kind of left to your own devices. You are uh, standing uh, pretty... You're, you're standing in the noonday sun as it uh, cascades into Coppersot's office. Uh, this room is actually very nice now that uh, you can actually see a little bit better. It's not candlelit anymore. Um, you've got uh, spyglasses surrounding so that she can get a 360 view of the continent, essentially. And uh, it's a really nice, clear day outside. Uh, she is standing at attention, you know, kind of appraising you. Is there anything else I can be doing for you? Probably. Um. She arcs an eyebrow. Well, I need, we are leaving and it's a couple days to bulwark. Um. It's about three weeks to bulwark. Well, there's that too. At least there's no mountains this time. Well, there's just getting down the one and it's much easier down than up. Yes. And. If we do it wrong, it'll go much quicker. True. And you'll also be dead. 
So, less things for you to worry about, I suppose. It's true. Then somebody else can take up this fool's quest. I actually don't know what happens if you die with this going on. Me either. We are very well informed. Me either. That's Gaia in the back of your head. Oh. Hi. Um. I forgot you were here. Kind of. I'm always with you, Jackson. Yeah. I always have been. I, I'm, okay. Um. Um, uh, Colonel, I, I'd like to go find some supplies and stuff, and we don't exactly have funding. Mm, I understand. I suppose we can, you know, we'll certainly stock the wagon with whatever rudimentary supplies we need. Is there anything specific you were looking for? Well, you see, I'm pretty good at not getting hit. Mm-hmm. And I can then continually take a beating. It's my job. It's why you're paid the medium bucks, if you were being paid any bucks at all. Well, I mean, at the end of this, I suppose you'll be getting paid. But presently, correct. You're, you're, yes, go on. Um, Zephyr is really, I believe the technical term is squishy. Yes. Yes, he is one of the squishy boys. Yes. Um, I remember, um, hearing about uh, rings and, and earrings that you could wear that made you harder to, you know, be caught up in the middle of the hmm. fight. And, uh, I'm looking for one of those for him, mm-hmm. but it's a surprise. They don't know. Oh, okay. It's like, uh, I, you see, we're kind of a family now. Mm-hmm. And this means I've missed several birthdays. <laughs> she, she, she laughs. I think I might be able to find something. It might not be, the top tier quality things, just because I'm going to have to find them on short notice, and they're going to be requisitions quality, so it will be what it will be. But I think I should be able to find something for you. Anything helps. And then Mordecai is really digging into this whole druid aspect of himself, which is good because, you know, it's helpful. Make a uh, make an insight check. Here, I, I, I've got a dice roller. Okay, just roll a d20. I'll, yeah. And then where's my insight? This is what happens when you record in an office. Yeah. Poorly. Insight check. Oh, I'm proficient in that. That's great. So that's an, that will be an 11. Oh. Um, Copperstock's not super keen on druids. No. No. It is what it is. It is what it is. But he is, uh, really, uh, he's trying to make connections with all of these different animals and beasts we meet so that he can better understand how to become them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything that would help him be able to better communicate with these animals and such. Mm-hmm. He's a big softy, really. Very well. And she um, scribbles a note and uh, she flips open a little um, compartment on her desk and she takes out a like a... Uh, it looks like a glass tube, and she puts the note in, closes it up, and puts it back in, and you hear a... Pneumatics are great. Pneumatics are great. Um, very well. Uh, they will be sent to your lodgings at the inn. Is there anything else I can do for you? Well, I'm going to go down to the bodega downstairs here in a second. Mm-hmm. I, 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 we need some munchies. Very well. Uh, once you have your group gathered together, 
Uh, I do believe there's a little uh, general store type thing at the inn there. Uh, it might be worth for you all to stop there, see if there's anything to entertain yourselves on the road out as well. Sounds good. But we'll do that in the next proper episode. I don't know what you mean. Neither do I. Go on. <laughs> Leave my office. Um, before I do... Leave! Uh, no, kidding. Leave. <laughs> uh, before I leave um could i ask a favor suppose you already have so keep going could uh so all of these spy glasses over here you can see pretty much everything you can see a fair bit which one's planes watch um and she points that one over there it's one of the further towns so it's uh kind of hard to get a good look at it but you can take a peek thank you <clears throat> Thank you. There it is. Thank you. I go over and check in on home. Okay. Um, I will go ahead and roll me an investigation check. You rolled poorly. I that rolled is... poorly. That's a four. Oh, <laughs> negative <laughs> one. Um, you can see an outline of what might be a city. Um, hours later, Colonel Coppersot will go over to the spyglass and see that you are looking out into the middle of the ocean. I'm glad she's not on fire. Good to know that our good work has had an effect. Mm -hmm. Because we've been on this journey for about a month. Yeah, just give or take. Month, give or take. It's been a very long month. Yes. What are you going to do with the prisoners? They've been taken to, well... I should say, the uh, the one known as Cenus has been taken into special handling due to his arcane and, well, more divine, I suppose, abilities. Uh, he is being held in a special location. Um, the other one will be questioned and, depending on the validity of their information, dealt with. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, Cenus is... Uh... He's a special case, that one. Yes, he is. Hopefully, y'all can get some good information out of him. We did a lot to keep him alive. Here's hoping he cooperates. Yes. Well, I'm going to go now. Please do. I have a lot of work to do today. Oh, probably. Jackson snaps to attention and salutes. She returns your salute. Walks out the door. And the door locks behind you. <laughs> very, very quickly. Um, and what, what's your passive perception, out of curiosity? Uh, 14. 14? You do hear an exasperated sigh as the lock clicks <laughs> shut. And uh, you have uh, the day to yourself. You catch a level down, and as you're heading down, as you are wont to do from time to time, you do check your magical paper. And... Uh, you see that Addie has written back to you. Dear Jackson, I'm glad to hear that Plains Watch is restored. I don't know what I'd do if something happened to Lorada. I hope that you're okay with the change into being an elf, though it must feel really weird being a different race at all. Not that I think of you any differently. Elves are great. I'm sure you make a handsome elf. I think the pointy ears have something to do with wind resistance and catching sound better or something like that. I'm not sure. I'll look it up for you. Also, I sleep the same way as humans do, so... I had something commissioned for you. Since you're headed to Bulwark, I'll have it sent ahead to you there. 
It should be at the Mages Guild for you to pick up by the time you reach the city. Hopefully, it will keep you just a little safer while you're doing your dangerous work. I'll keep an eye out and be extra careful. I learned a few new spells, so if something comes up, I'll be able to handle it. Don't worry about me. I really miss you. XOXO. Addie. You read it over three or four times uh, by the time your level reaches the ground floor. Uh, that main level is pre-show to the market district. Lots of smaller stores are here, including uh, the bodega. Uh, there is a, uh, a cat sitting uh, curled up on one of the shelves, and uh, this is really weird. A tabaxi is actually running it. Well, hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Very well. I need supplies. Fair thing, brother. Come on in. What kind of supplies are you needing? Uh, I need uh, three very specific things. Okay, happy to help. I need, uh, one, a sixer of crimson bovine. Uh, you are holding up a finger. The tabaxi joins you in holding up a finger. Two, cinnamon-flavored hardtack. Joins you in holding up the second I'm finger. I'm running low. It's a personal favor. Fair enough. Three, Whatever the equivalent is to Fantasy Doritos. Hadif does not judge. And uh, he sets about wandering around the bodega. He scratches the cat on the ears as he walks by, and he starts pulling some things off the shelf. You do have a preference of flavor for your Fantasy Doritos. Well... Preferably not the red ones, because the, the little crumbs and dust gets everywhere, and that's just not, that's not great. Absolutely, nobody wants to be dirty on the road. Yeah, well, this isn't for the road, this is for... Well, whenever the next time we get bored... Whatever, and, man. And I, I, <laughs> I pat my pocket where the drug bugs are. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna be rolling, uh, let's see here, a perception check, or an insight check, natural 20. <laughs> ah, I completely understand, friend. Hadif knows well. Let me see here, making an offering to the old seer, I get it. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, my personal favorite is the sweet heat chili one. That sounds delightful. Excellent. They'll really wake you up and kind of keep the uh, the effect going. He pulls down a purple bag <laughs> and the sixer of crimson bovine and um, the cinnamon hardtack. Um, he does have to go into the back for that. There's not a whole lot there. You can buy some normal hardtack and like some cinnamon sugar to sprinkle on it if you want. But I'll, I, I'll do that. Okay. I'll do that. And then I, I go over to the ice box um the the the, the, the uh, not hot box the not, the not, i go over to the not hot box i pull out a very large multi liter sized god this is hard uh a multi liter sized uh green beverage <laughs> <laughs> ah yes yes it's yes. called it's called mountain spring and i prop that down there that'll be that'll be all very well um 10 gold for the lot then Ooh, and one of these, and I go under, and I pull out, you know, like, under the under the counter where all the trash keys are, mm -hmm. and I pull out a little representation of the mountain. Oh, okay, sure. Pull that out. I need to send this to someone. Oh, oh okay, sure. Um, <laughs> um, 
and uh, types that into the fantasy cash register that I've decided he has now. No, it's a pneumatic cash register. Pneumatic cash register. Pneumatic cash register. It just hisses. Exactly. This might be a little copyright, but you're going to play some of the music from Steam Heat. Okay, so you put the mountain spring up on the shelf, and he types into the pneumatic cash register. All right, that's going to be uh, 13 gold for the lot. All right, thank you, sir. And plop down the gold and gather. Do you have a bag? Um, it's gonna be one more gold than that. Oh, okay. Fourteen gold. And he gets you a burlap bag with uh, Bo's Dega emblazoned on the side. Damn it. He hasn't been here in a while, but god damn it, I love the name. <laughs> you leave, and uh, you've got the, the burlap bag over your shoulder. Is there anything else specific that you wanted to do with the rest of your day? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to... I'm going to hold off on writing back a letter for the moment. But I do go to the postal service? Sure. Locate? I don't know. Wherever. You take a level back up uh, one more floor, and uh, you're in the main market area right now. Uh, this is where the bulk of the hustle and bustle is. Catwalks are crisscrossing everywhere, supporting a lot of different businesses right over where you just were. Uh, and you walk to the very uh, to the opposite side of the tower, and built into it, there is a... Um, uh, a giant phoenix emblazoned on the side, which is the logo for uh, the postal service here. No fantasy UPS, just fantasy postal service. Exactly. Well, I mean, look, they've got the they've got that one. There is fantasy UPS. Its uh, logo is a rock. R O C, not R O C K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And it's just called up. Yeah, it's just up. And it's wizards like flying things across mm-hmm. places. How switched? Exactly. Mountains are hard. Mountains are so hard. Yeah. Uh, I go in mm-hmm. and uh, quickly get the pull the packaging off the shelf because it's you know a DIY yeah type thing and I get it uh, put it the little mountain tchotchke mm-hmm. and package it all up and mm-hmm. pay for the appropriate postage. Okay, it's gonna be where are you sending this? Daddy. Daddy. Okay, cool. Um, so it's gonna be two gold uh, to get everything sent to Lorada. And uh, you walk up to a very delightfully mustachioed man. Well, good morning, sir. How you doing? I guess it's afternoon now, isn't it? It is. Well, I don't know. We're inside a mountain. It's true. It's true. I've kind of, you know, I've been working here for a while, so I'm able to kind of tell it by the light outside, and it's looking like it's getting just a little darker out there. So I'm guessing it's about one or two o'clock. That is good knowledge to have. Thank you, sir. You're quite welcome. I need to send this to Lorada. To gold. Here you go. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is a delightful mustache. Thank you. I work hard on it. Uh, clearly. Mm-hmm. And he takes a little come out and just combs it a little bit, looking you dead in the eye. Well, I'm going to go now. Have a great day, sir. Thank you. You too. <laughs> I uh, leave and go back to the where they gave us, had left us quarters, mm-hmm. and I go back there to wait for the other guys. Okay, uh, you go back and you fall face first into bed. You are exhausted. You are tired, and you are so happy to be in a proper bed. That was it as earth shattering as I as I was afraid of it being. Oh. so that was good. Hey. There's an epilogue to this. Hundreds and thousands of miles away, in the city of Bulwark near the top, a dragonborn sits. He's older, 
a fellow warlock of Zephyr. He sits in his lab, working alone, only his familiar gimbal to keep him company. Bailet Haram looks around the room and, satisfied with what he sees, reaches for a book and turns over his shoulder. Gimbal, could you please grab me that, uh, that thing that, you know the thing I'm talking about. And suddenly, Gimbal's not there. He turns and looks. Gimbal's not there. And his magic is failing. Lights that he keeps charged in the room with his powers, they all dim. Beakers and things that are using his magic to, to continue experiments, they just fall flat. And he slams open the door into the hallway and he looks out and down the hall, other doors are opening. Other warlocks, warlocks of the deep, warlocks of the sightless seer, all opening their doors. Their magic is failing them. They all run together to meet in a common room, and they're all talking. Other warlocks start to join them. Their magic is fine. Something is going on with the other... It's back. It's all back. As quickly as it left, probably about five, ten minutes, it, 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 it was gone. And as quickly as it was gone, it came back. And nobody knows why. Nobody knows why. A few hours later... Bailet Haram is sitting back in his office again, trying to solve the puzzle of what exactly happened when there is a frantic knock at his door. It is one of his fellows, a warlock of the general. It's happened to him now, too. Him and all of his other fellows of the fiend. Bailet, as a trusted advisor to the king's royal council, gathers all of his fellows together. Reminds them that only a few hours ago this happened to him. Something is going on with the patrons. He puts it in his report, documenting the time. Gimbal flies around. He, the familiar that is connected to the sleeping seer itself, does not even know what is going on. After about 15 minutes, it all comes back once again. And still no one knows why. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash anotherpathpodcast. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash anotherpath. Uh, special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy, Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and we'll be back next week with the first episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. But until then, remember, the best rope is made of many threads. 